Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. And as I mentioned on yesterday's call, rates could be moving up for good reasons or bad reasons. Um, again, this morning, it's bad reasons. It's not good reasons. Um, and I think a lot of money is being caught off sides uh, as really there's no real changes in the fundamental data, either on the growth or inflation, to really justify the move we're seeing in rates, which leads us to believe that it's that theme that we talked about yesterday, which is the market becoming concerned about the U.S. government's ability to fund itself, uh, fiscal deficits into perpetuity, and an increase in the interest expense of the U.S. government from roughly 2% of GDP this year to probably 3% of GDP next year, which means that very quickly, the U.S. government's debt is going to be roughly 120, 125% of GDP by the end of uh, over the next 10 years, uh, which leads me to believe that some adjustment has to be made here uh, sometime soon. Uh, my, my sense is that it has to come from Congress. It has to come from the White House, and it's going to probably come on the income side, which means corporate taxes and personal income taxes will be going up in the United States. Now, this is not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, there is no political appetite right now. I mean, right now, the Republicans can't figure, even figure out who they want to be the speaker. So this is probably something that's not going to be resolved until 2025. So look for this sort of pressure in the rates market to continue for quite some time. Uh, because, like I said, this needs a fiscal resolution. This is not really something that the Fed can do anything about. If anything, this is, just means that the Fed has to keep rates higher than uh, even longer or even higher than even they would want to, even if growth starts to slow down and they would like to cut rates, they might be limited in their ability to do so. I think no other area of the market is showing this sort of dynamic that I'm talking about more so than utilities. Um, I think if you look at the huge slump in a name like Nextera, uh, uh, there is really no fundamental reason for the drop in the name like that. This is the largest utility company in the United States, um, and it just smells uh, uh, smells of forced liquidation. Um, the inflation numbers that have come out recently continue to point a narrative of falling uh, inflation, especially on the core side. Keep your eye out for the jobs report, which is coming out this Friday as well. Um, and apart from that, um, Keep your eye out on what happens with Speaker McCarthy here throughout this week. Uh, last night, Representative Getz from Florida put in a motion, basically, or the equivalent of a no confidence motion in the House Speaker. Um, we're going to be very interested to see what happens this week. I think a lot of uh, Speaker McCarthy's hands, uh, interestingly enough, is going to fall on what the Democratic response is to this infighting that is happening within the Republican caucus. That is it for now. Insignia Financial Group LLC comprises a number of operating businesses engaged in the offering of brokerage and advisory products and services in various jurisdictions, principally in Latin America. Brokerage products and services are offered through Insignia International Financial Services LLC, headquartered in Puerto Rico, and through Insignia Securities LLC, headquartered in Miami. Both are members of the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, and Securities Investors Protection Corporation, CIPIC. Investment advisory products and services are offered through Insignia Advisory Services, LLC, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. In Uruguay, advisory services are offered through Insignia International Asesores de Inversión Uruguay, SA, Insignia 
Asesores de Inversión Latam, SRL, and Insignio Asesores de Inversión de Uruguay, SRL, in Argentina, and through Insignio Argentina, SAU, and in Chile through Insignio Asesorías Financieras, SPA. Collectively, these eight operating businesses make up Insignio Financial Group. To learn more about the broker-dealers, including their conflicts of interest and compensation practices, please go to https colon forward slash forward slash insignio.com forward slash disclosures forward slash or via www.finra.org. To learn about Insignia Advisory Services and any conflicts related to its advisory services, please see its form ADV and brochure, which can be found at, ins at Investment Public Advisor Public Disclosures website https colon forward slash forward slash advisorinfo.sec.gov forward slash.